Thanks, everybody, for joining us now on Talk of the Now podcast. Jason is with us. Jason, you know what I want to do? I want to do what do you, like, what uh, do you want to do, Gene? Like you hear these um, <laughs> guys that are on the radio and they're like, coming to you live from the heart of Atlanta. It's the Gene <laughs> Show starring yeah, Gene. Yeah, you definitely need an, an intro tag. Yeah. Where dead is dumb. Wait a minute. Yeah, you could pay you could pay Van Halen and not a lot of music for a lot of uh, whatever royalties for the you know the song right now. <laughs> yeah, here you go, Van Halen. Here's my life savings, and I'll <laughs> owe you extra money. But hey, I got your song. <laughs> I can't imagine what the price tag was on um, the movie um, Rowan. How do you say that the uh, the Marvel movie? Um, was it Roanoke? Is that how they said that one? The uh, Thor Ra- one? What, the Ragnarok? Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah, when they used Led Zeppelin's um, Immigrant Song. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that. They they got permission to use Immigrant Song. I wonder what the price tag was on that when they when they got the them to capitulate. Mm. But, uh, oh, Jason, I... Um, oh, Gene. Yes. This will be... <laughs> This will be after the fact. Of course, it is after the fact. But always, I have uploaded. You know, we're way ahead of time here. But I've uploaded. If anybody wants to go back and look, episode twenty nine did an interview with the Ken Coleman of the Ken Coleman Show, um, Dave Ramsey personality. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know if you checked that one out, Jason, but it was a good interview. Good. He uh, he was a nice guy. He um, he seemed like he was a little out of. He even admitted on, in the interview that he is his brain was sort of toast by the end of the, end of the day when he came on with me. Um, so he didn't. I don't know if he had quite the energy that he usually has. Just my camera, right? right. Bit, but it was a great interview. And um, I gotta admit though, like that guy to me really stands behind. I mean, how many people that are you know even a semi celebrity? give the time of day to just some hack out there with a podcast to say, Oh yeah, I'll go on your show. You know, I mean, his show is a career show. It's about helping people find their careers, but I mean, that that, to me, that's just so generous that he would do that, that he would just say, yeah, I'll do that. I mean, he, in my opinion, he's my first celebrity that I had on the show. And so, yeah, yeah, that's good to do that. But Jason, we know as fun as that was, we know, we know where home base is. We know. That's right. That's right. We know where, uh, we know where you know when you come home and you put your feet up. It's it's back here. It's right here. It's back here. That's right. That's it's right that's here. We're, we're two guys fireside chat. Yeah, two guys talking about a bunch of nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's no script. There's no there's no um, platitudes or longitudes or latitudes. It's just it's changes coming. in latitude sometimes. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, changes. <laughs> careful royalties yeah <laughs> yeah so i was um thinking about that and you know jason this is home base right here it is and i realized that this episode is probably coming like five episodes ahead of that episode so yeah, it doesn't matter i'm probably speaking in episode uh 34 <laughs> talk or something but you know yep yep that's all right maybe one day i'll get us caught up and we'll be like right on the the day of it but it's nice to have this so we could take a month vacation and nobody will know the difference that's true they think oh they never stopped talking well no yeah <laughs> turns out jason died three years ago but we're no <laughs> he had to go there oh sorry. <laughs> jason took a long extended vacation yes 
took a year off, <laughs> but yet we still have content. Jason hiked the Appalachian Trail and he's, he's still talking. Maybe as I point my finger that looks like it's going up my nose, um, maybe we will have you on when I do my next sports tack with um, Jared. Mm. Our, he's, he's sort of become my resident um, uh, sports talk um, show thing guy that I've been using. We've had two shows, unlike you and I, where we've had like 158,000 so far. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, and, you're, and you've uploaded at least six of those. Yes. We're kind of like Seinfeld. We're, <laughs> we're a show about nothing. That's the best, man. <laughs> I, I like talking to Jared, though, because Jared, um, for anybody that hasn't looked, go find the Jared episodes where I, we do sports talk. Jared is a bit of an encyclopedia when it comes to talking about sports. And um, we were talking about the Bra the upcoming playoffs and the Braves, and he was just able to, to knock out um, the Brewers and, you know, what they bring to the table, what their pitchers are going to be like, you know, who's the danger on. I mean, I couldn't tell you that. You know I, what? I, you, know. you know what? It, may, it might be better to have our friend or you know, my lifelong friend and your, your friend of, you know, 20 years or so, Sam, on. Mm -hmm to talk yeah. with Jared, that would be a baseball encyclopedia show and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, talk about somebody that knows Sam is the man when it comes to baseball and he, him and Jared, I could see just, you know, it, you, it might become the Sam and Jared show, yeah. um, but you know, just well, being honest, because it, it, you can interject every now and then when, when you can take a breath. Um, uh, but yeah, I Sam's a guy I grew up with, and uh, it's always been a walking encyclopedia of a lot of things: uh, biblical theology and baseball. <laughs> I mean, Jared seriously, has, um, Jared has good knowledge of current sports as well. That's one of the yeah. reasons I like, I like talking to him, and and not just baseball, but he knows football, basketball, um, college football, and 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 NFL pretty good too. So I. I don't know how I don't know if he's quite as much as into the NFL, but he is a little bit. And um yeah. and so since the Falcons and Jared are, also at one point was my roommate. Woohoo. Uh there's so. nothing more there was nothing more exciting than being college basketball season, March Madness, when Michigan was in it and listening to Jared yell at the TV was just I mean, it got you into the game. He was just it was awesome. Like I was a Michigan fan during college basketball because of Jared, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, I still root for them kind of in my heart because of Jared, you know? So yeah. So for he's, Jason's he's, um, Jason stalker out there that's taking notes. That's um, <laughs> Jared was his roommate at one point. Right. And right. You know, we'll be that, giving away that address in a further, in a future episode. That's fine. I can give away the address now. Nobody lives there. So <laughs> surely somebody lives there, right? Somebody lives there, but I don't care. Um, are, you, are, are you Jason? No, I'm Frank. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, man. Jason, yeah. how's your mom and him? Yeah, mom and him good. <laughs> they, I bet they, somebody they, there's, I, you know what? There's a guy that comes, kind of, a guy, I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, or it could be some bot out, algorithm bot out there in Silicon Valley that uh, mm -hmm. I'm showing a blip on San Francisco whenever I look at the analytics. And mm -hmm. I wonder if whoever they are in San Francisco, you know, they've ever heard the phrase, your mom and him. Probably not. Um, Unless it's your sister. Um, no, it's not. I'm poking in on her. I guarantee you, my sister. I mean, no offense to us, but yeah, no, <laughs> probably not my sister uh, or my brother-in-law, for that matter. Um, and my my oldest nephew's not old enough yet, uh, although he could probably get on the podcast because he's that smart. But he, he yeah, no, 
We don't need yeah, any yeah. intellects on there, Jason. I'm kidding. No, 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 no. <laughs> I work with my intellectia, um, intel, intellectia. How do you say that? Not, um, intelligent, uh, intelligentsia. I work with my intelligentsia when I have um, uh, the reverend on to talk about theology. So mm. there we go. Which we talked about salvation on um, one episode we did a few weeks ago, which was a great episode. Yeah. We're going to yeah. tackle God next. So that's going to be tackle God. Good luck with that. I think he's subject of God. I should say he could probably tackle you. I I know he could. And God, if that was sinful for me for to say that, forgive me. I want to say that we're going to tackle the subject, attempt to tackle the subject. Jacob wrestle with God for a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, um, so, um, you're the man. Mm. No, 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 Gene. Yes. You are the man. He's the man. Yes. Um, the Killers. We saw The Killers a while back, didn't we? That, that just reminded me of, of that song. I have a song called The Man. We did see The Killers, yes. That was actually a good concert. You know what concerts is coming to town, and I haven't decided if I want to do this, so I'm just putting it out there. The Stones are coming to Atlanta in November. Not The Stones anymore. And I'm trying no. to decide if I want to go see them. Nope, you won't see the original Stones. Well, I know we won't see the original so, lineup. It's done. It's done. They need to quit anyway. So you're out. You wouldn't do I'm that. Out. I'm way out. Because whatever it costs is too much. Um, I, just, I, I just be honest with you. With I'm these, like, it was seventy four dollars for the uh, um, upper deck and um, the um, you know down there at the old the old domage in Atlanta, whatever that thing's called. Mercedes. Why can't they play it freaking at the Gwinnett Arena? That'd be or whatever Infinite Energy Center. That'd be a lot better. Of course, the ticket would yeah. be twice as much because I can't hold as many, but. I don't really want to go down there no, <laughs> to watch a concert. I just don't. I would. I'm. Th- I'm just saying. I'm. I'm thinking about just to say that I, you know, whatever. Saw the um, remnants of the Stones at least once in my lifetime. That. that yeah, I mean, I you won't be able to see. The, not going to see the remnants of the Beatles. You're not going to see the remnants. No, I know. I know you could see the that. remnants of the Who potentially, but you know. True. True. Or the remnants were of Pink Floyd one day, sort of. Yeah, sort of. You have to see two different concerts, but yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I've seen, you know, I've seen a couple bands that have toured longer than them, believe it or mm-hmm. not. I saw, I saw, I saw the Beach Boys, but I didn't see the whole Beach Boys because, you know, Dennis has been dead since 1980 or 81 or whatever it was. So, well, you, you know, know, the Stones had a, a, a founding member die in 69. So you've never really right. seen exactly the technically. Stones. Yeah. That. So there you go. I mean, yeah, here we go. There we go. I'm glad if you want to get technical settled. here, James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And the Beatles, for for that matter, I mean, you know, they they got rid of their one of their founding members, like sixty two or something, whatever his name was. Yeah, you know, but so. who remembers that guy? Nobody. No, um, not a, man, did he miss out on some dough? Wow. Oh gosh, yeah. Talk about the biggest mistake, whatever he did to get removed from that band. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, this, I I went to a concert last week. So. Who? Not the who? Who? Who did you see? Oh, 311. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw, I saw your Instapot on that. Yeah, man. I mean, Instagram. Uh, they put on a great show as always. This is my, was my 14th time seeing them. Did you take your lady friend? I did not. Uh, okay. I took my friend Monty went with me. Oh, yeah. Monty. I knew Monty. Monty and Jeff was supposed to go, but Jeff couldn't go. So we actually had a ticket that I had to just waste. The score man? Yes. You know, I, um, I sent a follow-up to him, and he never followed back with me on getting on the show. Uh, he's going through some – he's actually uh, 
had somebody call him for a job. So he might be getting a new job that somebody called him for, which is kind of a uh, cool. What field is it? It'll be, um, I don't know if it's going to be IT or not, but it's going to be working with a company that does like the, the heart monitor stations that go into like Walmart and places like that. So oh, okay. it's, uh, some kind of point, of, it's like almost like a point of sale sort of company. Yeah. yeah. So. Wow. That Jeff, man. How many jobs has Jeff had now? So he had like 50 jobs since he graduated college. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> um, and he's, and he's still his own entrepreneur on the side too, isn't he? Doesn't he have a side? No, still? Oh, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. he does okay. not have that anymore. Um, but yeah, so it was a good concert. Uh, boys from Omaha, you know, put on a good concert as always. Uh, I wish we get there from Omaha. Wow. Yeah. Um, they, uh, yeah, it was a, uh, it was perfect weather. It was like 73 degrees with a breeze. It was like, Oh my gosh, clear skies. It had just been raining all like crazy earlier mm-hmm. last week, but it, it cleared for that. And it was just perfect. Um, Omaha, Nebraska. And Monty paid me back for the ticket by buying me a, a, uh, a large Coke. Well, a Coke zero and <laughs> a t-shirt. So I got a t-shirt. I hadn't bought a 311 t-shirt in a while. So it was nice. Cause I had a cool green retro wow. looking t-shirt. So anyway, yeah. I missed out. A, I missed out on a concert that I didn't realize till like a week ago. It was just, it was just too short notice. So I didn't want to do mm-hmm. it. But next time they come in town, I'm probably going to try to check them out, which I wouldn't doubt if they come back sooner or later. Hall of Notes came to town last week. Oh, really? And, and I missed it. Yeah. Those two guys hate each other. That's what sucks. Um, do they really? Yeah, it's awful. I'm like, what? Um, but I yeah, thought, I mean, I would, they must get along well enough to get back on the road together. Well, they know where their bread's buttered. Um, yeah. that's when it comes to there's another southern term. Um, but yeah, I one of my favorite bands when I was little growing up, just always liked Hollow Notes, just their oh, yeah, great sound. And even Philadelphia day, sound, man, it's great. Even to this day, I'll listen to their, their music on occasion. Oh, yeah, to, it doesn't disappoint, it's good stuff. Um, they're, although I will say to me, some of their deep cuts are not quite as good, but yeah, I'm kind of with you. They're one of those bands. that's kind of the opposite where you like them, but you like what everybody else likes, you know, mm-hmm. although like, they, you, oh, go ahead. No, they just had a lot of hits, so you don't really need as many deep cuts. No, no. Well, I was just going to say that unlike, unlike them, like for instance, you're one of your, would you say Rush is your top five bands? Yeah. Yeah. Rush, okay. Of course, never see again, but, but yeah. you're the kind of guy that would like, you like almost all deep cuts of their stuff, right? Yeah, and some of their early deep cuts are whole album side, one song, instrumental, mm-hmm. weird, you know, crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, they're a different kind of band where you can listen to a whole album. The whole album kind of tells a story. You know, that's that's a different kind of band than a Hollow Notes. They're not going to do that. They're going to have a bunch of singles. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, well, you yeah. Uh, nor- normally with a with a favorite band, you're right. You listen to a whole album. You love all of it um but it just depends anyway yeah mm-hmm. you know let's talk about that for a minute let's, let's okay. dig okay deep. let's dive deeper into while we're on the rush subject here let's talk about rush and yeah canadian rock music all right all How right about let's, that? let's do that yeah because here's the thing canada on that carefree highway a lot of people look <laughs> at canada i think is sort of like the um the little brother of america that just uh you know gets a free gets a free uh military under, underneath it to protect it at all times well you know? i've i've heard it i've heard it described as the loft department over a good party so <laughs> the loft department. Yeah. although i hear it's um, really clean up there like it's just it's literally very clean when you go oh yeah, yeah yeah have you ever been um, 
no, I've, I've heard. I mean, yeah, I've flown. I've flown over it. That's about it. Well, um, I think we've all heard the story that the Canadian side of Niagara Falls is better than the American. It's the better side. side. It's the one that everybody takes pictures of. That's the uh-huh. that's the, the best side. Um, so Canadian. All right. All right. I'm looking uh, up Canadian rock music as we're speaking. Okay. So now talk I amongst can, yourself, Jason. I'll talk amongst myself. Now we can go <laughs> down again. We can go down this care carefree highway or get to the port to the Edmund Fitzgerald or many different things that I could leave with Canadian hit songs. Um, uh, cause I'm obviously thinking of, you know, our friend. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's, I'm looking I'm trying to find a list of, uh, Canadian music, um, not necessarily rock, but uh, no, you know. no, just music in general. I mean, Anne Murray, you know, um, think about that, you know, just like how many hit songs Anne Murray had. Uh, if you want to make our, our mothers cry, we can, you know, I can put up a rendition on an acoustic guitar. If could I have this dance, you know? And wow. I did not like, know. Bare, I didn't know bare naked ladies were Canadian. Oh yeah, definitely. They're like one of the biggest Canadian wow, bands. I did not know that Chase. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Birchman Stadium, home of the Robbie. No, I did, like, I did not know this. Okay. Oh yeah, um, yeah. There's uh, a lot more Canadian. I mean, obviously, we think of angry Canadian women singers, um, like Shania Twain. No <laughs> kidding. Alanis Morissette. Feel like a woman. Um, I like Shania. Uh, what's her name? Oh gosh, I'm on my my my. Okay, I found an article. Thirty-five best rock bands of Canada. Oh, Lord help us all. Um, let's start with the bottom, Gene. Let's go up. I don't know um, if this is a good list or not. So we're just okay. Well, I'm, I'm glancing over here. And if I'll one is, out. if one that I know should be on top is not on top, then it's not a good list. Um, <laughs> uh huh. Oh, of course, Rush is number one. So, oh, yeah. thank you. Okay. Then we can use this list. But because honestly, Gene, everything else doesn't matter. <laughs> so, so, so far, I don't even recognize some of this. Um, okay, Devin Town, the Devin Townsend project okay never heard of him um number three they had annihilator yep yep i hadn't yep. heard of them okay yep heavier um, band now yep. i am a fan of this band i have some of their albums arcade fire arcade fire yep another great band great i've band. seen them live actually um, um godspeed you black emperor never heard of them mm. uh oh i didn't realize well they are who who the band uh, they yeah they're, the they're not all canadians though but some canadian is all canadian like the lead singer wasn't from canada right i don't know i don't know the guy that sang um the night they um they drove old dixie down yeah Yeah. i don't think that guy is canadian i think that he might actually be a um kentuckian i I don't know um okay protest the hero i haven't heard a lot of these okay Um, three three days grace you probably three days grace yep yep um silverstein haven't heard of them silverstein no yeah or stein one or the other okay Um, Okay, the Guess Who, always forget about them. Oh, one of the best bands from Canada. Honestly, probably in my top five of Canadian bands. <clears throat> yeah. Um, American I mean, Guess, Woman. I mean, well, that's <laughs> not their best song. Uh, uh, <laughs> actually, No Sugar Tonight might be my favorite of theirs. I like uh, No Time Left For You. That's I a like good that song. Well. You know, yeah. I like I like stuff like that, you know. Um, but yeah, they're definitely a quintessential late 60s, early 70s band. They had a smooth sound, in my opinion. Yeah, to me, they're you know they're like the they're psychedelic in some ways, mm-hmm. but they're not quite. But anyway, keep going. Sorry. Well, they, I mean, no, that's all right. I was just thinking that um, we can camp out on any of these. Um, I was thinking uh, that uh, they remind me a little bit of like, okay, take this. 
yeah <laughs> baby boomers are loving this conversation um oh i love it yeah <laughs> the guess the guess who in my opinion are sort of like the canadian version of three dog night how about that you know that's that's not a bad comparison honestly. my dad loved three dog night back oh then. my mom and dad loved them too that's they went to a concert before i was born yeah um but i'd almost like i mean those two on the same ticket would be a great concert that um, would be yeah okay uh <laughs> i used Okay, some 41, I did not realize that number yep. 11 was a Canadian yep. band. We're already at number 11, wow. Wow, um, yeah, oh yeah, I, okay. Uh, see, I don't know a lot of these. And okay, what's number 12? Keep going. Theory of a Dead Man. Um, yeah, yeah, I know them. Nah, yeah. Um, Bachman, to Bachman Turner Overdrive. Bachman yep. Turner Overdrive. Yep. I didn't know that. I didn't you ain't know seen nothing yet, wow. Gene. You I did not know they were Canadian. Yet. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> yep. So, so many of these I just haven't heard of. Yeah, Strapping yeah. Young Lad. Mm. I never heard of them. Um, <clears throat> Nickelback is in number 15. Oh, <laughs> Nickelback made the list. Yeah. Oh, my God. <clears throat> like everybody that talk about the butt of every musical joke. It's Nickelback because they're called they're derivative. That's the whole point. Uh, you know, anyway, here's but. OK. Here's my here's my standing on Nickelback. They're not as bad as they get the. Like musician wise, I guess they're probably not. No, I agree with you on that. I, I agree with you on that. It, it is more just a. And I have I heard, it, yeah. I think it's Chad Kroger's voice, maybe more than anything. And it I listen, a, yeah. No, I was going to say, I listened to the one of their, I think their first album, maybe one time. And a couple of the songs that were not on the radio, I was like, that's not half bad. But, you know. Yeah, I know. I, were you ever a fan of, fan of Creed, by the way? initially on their first album and maybe second album first album's then, not bad yeah and then it was like because the second album what was it called human seed or human uh, something human clay um you know had higher on it and then after that it became just laughable well would you yeah. say that um creed was sort of the last vestige of the uh, sort of the the grunge rock kind of going out the door nope i would say that grunge was already done and creed Although their first album did sound grungy. Right. That's what I meant. I would mm -hmm. say Creed is the first new rock band. Like I was that thinking jump. that Creed is sort of, since they sort of had that grunge feel some ways, like they were sort of like the last band to sort of close the door on grunge rock. I mean. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, uh, it was and kinda, I sort of feel like nickel bands like Nickelback sort of, I don't know came out not came out of creed but sort of like no it is it's new rock new it's called rock new rock thing. it's new rock yeah um yeah. just a thought and, and i think i think all right i think it is more appropriate to say that creed's first album might have been one of the last grungy <clears throat> sounding mm -hmm. newer bands um i mean because, collective soul i guess was grunge at least on their first album um but you know they're sort of their own genre in my opinion I love yeah i don't soul. think they're really grunge uh it's hard for me because grunge is so specific the alternative mm -hmm. is the the blanket yeah probably I mean, more alternative than grunge yeah because grunge is like nirvana's like freaking first album it's kind man. of that i don't know how to describe it it's just sort of that grunge slash alternative sound a lot of bands had i'm thinking bands like um oh gosh um a lot of bands first albums were very grunge like that like Stone what, what pilots the, core yeah core was from stone temple pilots was definitely more grungy well i was thinking but, of some of the uh, the people that like kind of fed off of that image what what was that one band um now maybe didn't mean to treat you bad oh man but i did it anyway who was that box 
Yeah, Candlebox. That was that was quite the band. Yeah, I saw them up at 37 Main in Buford. Uh-huh. Um, and it sounded okay. They sounded better than the first time I saw them. They opened for Rush, which was well, they were horrible uh then. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're gonna have a 90s talk one day. We're gonna do one day, Gene. One day, Gene. But anyway, what's the next one on the list? It's down in there. Going. Some band called um Voivod, Voivod, V-O-I-V-O-D. Hmm. Not heard of them. Broken. Yeah, go ahead. The number 17 is Broken Social Scene. See, a lot of these never heard of. Hmm. Um, 18, um, Propaganda. Propagandi. P-R-O-P-A-G-A-N-D-I-D-H-I. Propagandi. Propagandi. <laughs> Proper yeah. propaganda is almost what it looks like. If there are any listeners in Canada, <laughs> we are we are butchering these. We are sorry. Is that the propaganda? Um, yeah. um, <laughs> the new pornographers. I didn't know they were Canadian. Heard of yep, them? Yep. Yep. Uh, Billy Talent. I hope he had talent. See mm, the name like that. Probably not enough for us to remember. <laughs> but anyway, go on. Uh, Cataclysm. Haven't heard of them with a K. Mm. Uh, yeah, a lot of these just haven't heard of. Death from Above, nineteen seventy nine. Uh, skinny puppet and simple plan i haven't heard of any of these people simple plan i've heard of yeah uh do make say think thousand foot crutch oh thousand foot crutch uh, <laughs> another heavy metal gorguts yeah. what's some names here uh finger 11 finger 11 really if i traded it all if i gave it all some away dis- for one thing icon. that uh, song finger 11 had that, that sounded nothing like the rest of their music was their hit their okay. one hit yeah. So anyway, um, I thought I saw another article or not article, but uh, well, because like you could just branch it out to just Canadian artists or Canadian musicians all together, right? It, right. And it gets even bigger. You know. Let me go. Okay, here's a ranker one. This might have some good stuff on it here. Hopefully, they have Rush at the top as well. Yes, they do. They better. They better. Um, otherwise, they're going straight to hell. No splash. I, I always but forget yeah. that Neil Young's a Canadian. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. And say, a lot yeah. of people don't like Neil, but I like his stuff. Um, most of his stuff. I like his stuff a little bit. He got a little great guitar player. His early well, stuff is a, really good, especially with Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. He's an okay guitar player, but yeah, go ahead. Um, <laughs> well, I guess it's a stylistic thing. Um, let's see. Uh, Triumph. Did we mention them? Um, oh, Triumph. Yes, I love Triumph. They're one of my favorites. Oh, I love Magic um, Power and and um, fight the good fight every moment. Oh, so great! Oh, love how, Triumph. How could we forget just off the top of our heads, Mister Eighties himself? Can you get take, go ahead and take a guess? Which Mister Eighties? I'd almost call him the uh, the Canadian Bruce Springsteen in some way of the. 80s. Oh, Brian Adams. Yes, Brian. Crater summer sixty nine. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you got a favorite Brian Adams song? whatever the end of one is <laughs> i like brian adams i like his stuff it got worn out on me um going to run to you baby um oh mr gordon lightfoot didn't realize yep. he was carefree highway that's what i was telling you let's mm-hmm. go down the carefree highway to the port to get on the edmund fitzgerald that was my key you probably yeah. know uh april wine never heard of yes it. oh another good 70s rock band dude oh mm-hmm. so good steppenwolf steppenwolf yep Alanis Morissette. Mm-hmm. You can't do that on television. You ought to know, Gene. You ought to know. Okay, I did not realize that Jeff Healy was a Canadian. The yep, Jeff Healy yep. band. Wow, so many. And I think you mentioned Joni Mitchell, did you not? But I didn't know she was Canadian. 
Hmm. All right. What else do we have that um Our Lady Peace didn't realize they were Canadian. Yep. Yep. Another great band. I didn't realize Loverboy was Canadian band. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm learning so much. <laughs> Tom Cochran. Didn't know Tom Cochran. Oh, one song. Yeah. Sarah McLaughlin. Yep. Sarah McLaughlin. Yep. Did not realize that either. Wow. So many names that I did not realize were Canadian. Holy cow. Keep keep going on the list. Well, I think we're about uh, exhausted here. Um, Where's Ann Murray? There's a lot that I haven't seen that one. Uh, There's a lot here that I just don't recognize, like The Trues, T-R-E-W-S. Yeah. Honeymoon Sweet. Honeymoon Sweet. I know them. Yeah. And Big Sugar, I Mother Earth. Never heard of these people. Um, Matthew Good Band. Headstones. Some of these I recognize. Some of them I don't. Um, Keep going. Red Rider would Red Rider be because we already mentioned French. Yeah. So yeah. Um, um, I just, well, yeah, I just think there are obviously people mi- missing off of that list. Um, ah, crash test dummies. Who knew they were missing? Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lighthouse is Canadian. Wow. Yep, yep. Did not realize these people were Canadian. See, Canada, Canada, Can- Canada has a lot of rockers. That's crazy. A lot of, uh, I'm sure, I bet you've heard of Platinum Blonde, haven't you? Yep, yep. Jason is our encyclopedia of music. Um, he yeah, is our resident. Cars. Yes. Jason is our um, resident musical encyclopedia. And Jason, how dare you forget Avril Lavigne, by the way? It's complicated, Gene. It's complicated. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry, it's just you know, it's complicated. <laughs> okay, so we already established that um, we'll end it here with uh, talk to some uh, Rush, but we've already established that Rush. So is Rush, yeah, the best I mean, uh, you, Canadian and, band, right? And by far, and one of the best, and one of the greatest bands of all time. To think that that came out of those three guys it was just three guys, um, mm-hmm. and you know, to think of what they accomplished and you know they they only had one album with their first drummer john rutsey um that first mm-hmm. album the self-titled self-titled well i mean he's just a drummer at that point it wasn't really anything great um but obviously when neil came along and who was also the lyricist um you know it, neil would work on lyrics and then alex and getty would work on the actual instrumental parts separately like they didn't know what each other was doing and then they would make it work they were that good together and they also were very one of the nicest group of guys ever those three guys and they would they would come to agreements on everything and if they all didn't agree then guess what it didn't get done mm-hmm. um just very very cordial very kiss talked about you know gene simmons uh they because they they opened or they toured with kiss when before hmm. they were really big and gene simmons talks about you know here are these guys who get on stage and just do this amazing musical display before we even come out there hmm. and they don't party they don't do anything else they just they go back to their hotel rooms and read and so, do, then, you know? so these guys weren't like the um the party lifestyle rockers of a... no i mean i guess they did have some later on but they were not like you know you're not your normal right you know i mean it was it was kind of geeky rock to start with you know um but i think they you know i've watched a f- multiple documentaries on things i've read neil's books or i've listened to neil's books on audiobooks mm. um 
Okay, well, let's check check a little bit of your um your knowledge here. The guitarist Alex uh, Lifeson. Lifeson. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, Jason. Um, is that his real name? Probably not. No, no, it's not actually. Yes, it's a <laughs> stage name, professional name. I can't even say his real name. I'm looking him up on Wikipedia. That's it looks like dream. he is. Um, uh, let's see. It looks like it might be um, perhaps an Eastern European um, orientation. Alex Dan it looks like Alexander um, starts with a letter that looks like a Z with a symbol on top. <laughs> Z I O Z I V O J I N O V I I C. So yeah, Lifeson. Okay, anyway. I'm not even going to try to pronounce uh, that. Well, it's Eastern European for Lifeson. Anyway, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but he was he was actually British Columbian. I thought they were all from the Ontario area. Uh, Serbian, right. Yugoslavian. Um, right, his, right. His parents. Uh, yeah. Right, which you yeah, you can kind of see in his face. But yeah, um, okay. Yeah, they weren't all from Toronto originally. Um, yeah, I mean, I just getting to see them live, and I mean, I saw them live with you once, mm-hmm. um, and just you know Neil doing his drum solo is just otherworldly. I mean, it just they they transport you with their music, and I think now, is Getty yeah. Lee is that his full name? No. Okay. Very good, Jason. Yeah. I did not realize that until I looked this up. His parents, uh, his parents escaped uh or survived the camps, the holo- in the Holocaust. Oh, I think I may yeah. have heard that before. That's crazy. Yeah, which is awesome. Um, just a so, really cool story. And he's also one of the biggest baseball fanatics you'll ever meet. Hmm. Um knows his stuff too. He could do he could do his own podcast about baseball um and not mention music at all and, and be okay um but neil um neil peart he's a um he's a long time canadian background person though right like a family origin i should say i think so yeah um it looks like his dad his dad owned a tractor parts store Hmm. um and that's where he worked um and then when he auditioned for the guys you know he showed up with tiny little drum set with a you know really tiny bass drum and um he just did this whole thing and, and the guys are like, well, yeah, okay. You're our drummer, you know, <laughs> and didn't realize he was such a lyrical, nice you know, little investment a, there. Such a great writer too. And if it hadn't been for Neil, I mean, they wouldn't have, they probably wouldn't have been successful period. Oh, for sure. Not nearly as successful. You wouldn't have ever heard of them. Well, they'd be one of those bands on the list. You're like, Oh, I don't think I've ever heard of them. I mean, you might've heard, some people might've heard um, working man. I mean, that might have been, you know, in the backlog of uh, right, but I don't even think I don't even think that one would be as popular without the stuff that followed, you know. And then, especially when you get to albums like Twenty One Twelve, you know. um, Well, I'm just saying it might have just ended up being a a '70s one-hit wonder type thing, right? And then you you know, and Twenty One Twelve came out, and it was just kind of like, whoa, Um, still largely geeky album, but it went it went wet it went more wide release and then you get permanent waves and things like that and it was just like whoa and of course moving pictures came out and just sent them to the moon mm-hmm. uh, as far as popularity goes and boy talk about selling out venues when they go back home i bet they sold many venue large venues out in canada <laughs> you know what's funny is you know we'll never see them tour again because they're not that kind of band that's going to replace anybody right um, those they, guys they called all... it they officially called it quits have you heard of that oh yeah oh, okay yeah, dude they officially called it quits before neil died yeah. oh and, yeah okay that's right you know citing that neil had had i think i'd heard that 
arthritis problems and you know my in the back of my head i'm thinking neil would have played through the arthritis he's just that kind of person yeah there must be something else going on now do the other two guys or are they just thinking they're just retiring as well like they don't want to do any solo i mean stuff? you know i think they can write books they can do other things um i know getty getty wrote, getty wrote a book about the big book of base is what it's called um mm -hmm. uh and i missed his signing he did a signing here in atlanta atlanta and i should have gone to it um but I, you know, I mean, they, they could probably do solo stuff, but I, they just, I don't, they don't strike me as a solo band. Yeah. I don't think um, Getty's ever, Getty ever had any um, solo albums or anything. No, either. none of them did. Um, yeah. I mean, they could, they could probably write music and do other stuff um, on the side. Um, hmm. But I just think, you know, he's one of the, you know, Neil was one of those artists, you know, when he died, that just, yeah, that tore me up. I, that was one of those days where I just, I couldn't, I couldn't anymore. I was like, I'm, I'm done with this people dying stuff. Um, you know, before their time really. Um, yeah. Especially well, comparing the, can the cancer, you know, those prognoses. Right. Which harder. we, we didn't know until he died. They kept yeah. that one very quiet. Um, right. Sort of like Norm. Well, and, and knowing that it was brain cancer too, for somebody whose mind was really brilliant. Neil had a brilliant mind. If you, if you want anybody listening, um, if you want a good read or a good listen on, you know, an audio book of something, get his books, get his books, Ghost Rider, uh, which is written right after he had a, a within a year, he had had uh, two big tragedies. His wife died or his uh, daughter died in a car accident on her way back to college. And mm -hmm. then his wife died like 10 months later from cancer. Wow. And so... He took off on his motorcycle. He was a big motorcycle guy. And he took off on his, you know, BMW touring motorcycle. Drove all the way across Canada up to Alaska, Alaska, all the way down to South America and back. Hmm. And documented it all on a, with a book. And um, fascinating. I mean, just, just fascinating inside his mind. And he's written a few other, he'd written a few other books, but that one to me, just, that got me. I'm sitting there following along, listening to it on my computer at work or on my headphones and, and looking up the locations on, on the internet as he talks about them. It's really cool. Hmm. Um, uh, but just, he was brilliant and he just, uh, to lose that guy to brain cancer. I mean, that had to be the worst news for him. I mean, not that any other cancer is not as just as bad, but for him to lose his mind, um you know had to be very humbling and you just you know we hope he found god you know he mm. was famously agnostic unfortunately um mm. and he had a respect for christianity you know he went his parents were christians and you know he went to sunday school and all that so he knew it um so you just you just hope that <laughs> there's that part of me gene that thinks it will be really cool not that we'll really care to go to go to heaven and hear this drumming going on and be like wait a minute and it's neil you know just you you think maybe in his his failing uh mental state at some point that god you know that it, god spoke to him but we don't know but anyway um but no seeing seeing rush live was an event i mean that was by the time we saw them on that snakes and arrows tour in in alfred at the um amphitheater they had uh stopped having you know opening acts <laughs> they realized they have way too many hits um you know and they were doing their whole thing where they played the south park little rush thing and then they come in with tom sawyer you know the really cool stuff 
Mm-hmm. Um, but just seriously, working working band, always touring. Um, you know, they Neil hated it. Neil hated touring, which is kind of funny. You know, the song Limelight, right? One of their famous songs, you know, I, I can't I can't pretend I can't pretend the stranger is a long awaited friend. That's Neil talking about being, you know, an introvert mm-hmm. <laughs> and having to meet everybody at concerts and stuff. You know, it's like, um, it, you know, to me, they just they were one of those bands that I think it was kind of fitting that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame waited to put them in because they didn't care about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That was the key. That was what was so funny is the fans cared more than they did. And I thought it was fitting that it took a long time and that they were still a working band still out on tour and came in there and Dave Grohl's, you know, induction of them is really good. Um, and then of course, Alex Lifeson's acceptance speech part was hilarious. The whole blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I was like, that. he's just, I mean, it's just, it was hilarious. I should go back and watch that sometime. Uh, yeah. It's, it's really good. It's one of those good ones. Um, but you know, you just, you sit there and you think, okay, it's like we talked about before, 100 years from now, who are they going to be playing? Who are people going to listen to? Nothing against some other Canadians, but I don't know that they're necessarily going to be listening to Avril Lavigne. I don't know that they're necessarily going to be listening to Alanis Morissette. I might get, I know there are a lot of people out there that might get offended by that, but I'm just saying. They might listen, still, to, a, they might listen to a Guess Who song here and there. No, the Guess Who, definitely. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Definitely to guess who. Definitely Gordon Lightfoot. Definitely Rush. Rush is going to be is timeless. Um, uh, or, or I should say more appropriately, time will stand still for them. Um, there's, I don't know. I I've I let a lot of bands like kind of permeate through my musical taste and my musical moods and rush is one that's always there um aside from the aforementioned 311 and Hmm. you know bands like that um you know your other bands in excess um i think of bands that i can always listen to and it always helps me escape and that's in excess in your top five they're my top 10 okay definitely um they're one of those bands that just yeah um I, i I had a later, I had appreciation for him, but then I had even more of appreciation for him later in life. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead. What are you saying? No, go ahead. I was just going to say that my final thing about Rush is that, um, I was glad that I got to see him in concert. I'm glad you talked me into going to that concert because I got to see him live. It was, yeah, it was, um, I learned more about their other catalog stuff by being there that, um, it's a lot more um there a lot of the other songs are a lot more thorough than the five minute incremental songs you hear on the radio yep i mean yep. sure the crowd cheered real loud for the the hits but it was fun yeah. to hear it was fun to hear more of the deep cuts and how they were a little bit more um different so yeah you um, if you want to do it you know you, you pop on a rush album and listen to the whole album i mean it's it transports you especially some of the earlier stuff where you've got like the whole album side songs mm-hmm. it's like Oh, you know, like, but it transports you almost like orchestral, you know, like you, you listen to a symphony, you know, um, it, you don't necessarily need the five minute plug songs, but you, you, you go on this journey with the band, you know, and then you get, 
albums like Fly By Night, which was their second album, which was the first album with Neil. Um, you get songs like By Tour and The Snow Dog. Mm-hmm. Like, huh? And then I figured out in a documentary that literally there was these two dogs at one of the producer guy's house and one of them bite was biting all the time. And the other one was like this white fluffy dog. So they just wrote a song called Bytor and the Snow Dog. <laughs> um, but it, you know, it sounds like it's a real story. And that's just, that's, that's the power of good lyricists and good musicians yeah. put together. Yeah. And, and they, to me, are the quintessential lyricist musician match, period. Um, but yeah, so. Well, on that note, Jason, I think we'll end it. But uh, well, that was a good, uh, that was a good talk. And I'm glad good. we had that talk about uh, the canadians and uh and (laughs) and the tragedy that unfortunately is that rush is no longer with us as a band but um but we had their music yeah we got their music so um kind of like we don't have you know we haven't had led zeppelin in a really long time but we have really i mean and they were then their career was a heck of a lot shorter you know but they still had the same impact yeah productivity people it's it's a good thing producing stuff all right, Jason. Well, we will holler at you later. And uh, thanks for joining us, everybody, on Talk of the Now. And Jason, what do you got to say to everybody? Well, keep it between.